0: Yeah. All right. Welcome to Burgess Power Hour. This is December 2023. OMG. Wow. I cannot believe we're at the end of 2023 almost.
1: This
0: is nuts. Uh, however, I wanted to just welcome everyone who has, um, if you've never been to these Power Hours, welcome. We had quite a few people uh, register for it, so they'll be getting the recording. And uh, if you registered, you will get this recording as well. So thank you for joining us, new new timers, old time—I was old timers, um, legacy people. <laughs> so thank you for joining us. It's good to see you, Gail. Hey, 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 hey. So tonight, I just wanted to touch on leadership. Uh, those of you, some of you, have already known that we are relaunching. Uh, a whole nother way of doing things with our Conscious Leadership Academy next year. So I thought this would be a great lead in uh, just for the, our power hour that we normally do. You want to get something to write with? You want to get something to write on? Because we will be doing, as you know, uh, experiential type of stuff and digging around in the subconscious about leadership. And uh, I'm going to do it a little differently this time. Normally, I don't use PowerPoints for the power hour. However, tonight I've got a couple PowerPoints I just wanted to play with us as well. Um, so we're doing a little different differently than we normally do. So get ready. And I'm doing a, um, those of you who are interested in the Conscious Leadership Academy or have not joined the membership yet uh, for next year, I'm doing a special webinar January 4th uh, that is going to be in depth about that um, about the membership itself I am going to bring it out tonight at the very end just so you can so I can show you not show you but I want to just give you some ways to to register for that if you choose to
1: okay so emerge. yeah I'd like to say I'm registered I know you are and so is Michael Sue I am
2: yeah I'm in
0: I love our conscious leaders they're they're ready to rock and roll I mean it's it's been very exciting and busy here on this end getting it all ready so um yeah so i'm going to give you a taste of some of that tonight i hope a little just a little bit all right uh first of all i wanted to share that a leader okay uh the reason why you have shown up tonight is there's a there's a message within you i guess there's maybe perhaps a desire or something that's burning inside that you want to keep expressing and stepping into your greatness and being able to share your gifts. Because for me, a leader takes people where they want to go, right? Well, a great leader takes people where they don't want to go, (laughs) but ought to be, perhaps. Maybe they can see something within other people or other energies. They can see things in other people and think that maybe they ought to be somewhere, but maybe they're afraid. So I will be a leader in that. So we're gonna dig around, like I said, in the subconscious mind uh, about being a leader and what success might look like for you. Uh, and how how do you know when you're successful? How do you know when you're there? Okay, you're all muted. Wow, incredible. All right. So you'll unmute yourself soon, I hope. So because this is a little conversation we're gonna have. Um, But I wanted to just step into sharing what authentic success might look like for you. Mm -hmm. Um, To me, authentic success is just learning how to fail better. That's what that's from Samuel Beckett. Okay, about how can I fail better? And am I afraid of ambition? Ask yourself that, because a lot of people, they don't want to be ambitious. Perhaps, and the thing i want to share with you is ambition is achievement's soulmate ambition is achievement's soulmate and action taking action is that matchmaker that brings those affinities together so when you take action that's that brings everything together because a lot of people might feel like they don't want to be ambitious because it might seem dangerous or maybe they have a preconceived notion of what that looks like.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? Uh they don't maybe if they, they know ambitious people and what may come up for you is greed, or may come up not fair, or there may be a lot of things that might come up for you, but for some people it it could bring up, I don't want to go to the dark side. I'll just play small. So nobody'll see me. And I won't go to that dark side and become really greedy or ambitious or uh, all the things that perhaps this may not be you, but this does come up for some people about being a leader. And and whether you're a leader of yourself, leader of your family, leader of your home, your business, if you're a solopreneur, maybe you have thousands of people you lead. Maybe it's just a, you know, a a group that you have that you lead. So it really doesn't matter who you're leading. But the thing I wanna just offer you is this. What if, what if ambition is the gift of spirit? What if that is part of the package of being human? So the reason you were born, let me just throw this out and then we'll, we'll play around a little bit in your subconscious, okay? The reason you were born was to leave your own indelible mark on your personal world. This is your authenticity. Agree? Mm -hmm. Yeah? Okay. So let's accept that we are creating a work of art by making big and little choices between playing it safe and risking. Is there something you'd like to do that's new and different? Or maybe it's the same thing, but you want to expand it. And so each time you experience the new, you become receptive to being inspired. And each time you try something different, you let the universe know you are listening. And so I offer to say just trust your instincts and believe that your yearnings are blessings if you respect your creative urges if you're willing to step out in faith and take a leap in the dark you'll discover that your choices are as authentic as you are and that is why we have created the conscious leadership academy so you don't have to do it alone so we can you don't have we can do it with you okay so one of the very first things i tell people about being a great leader the first thing number one thing what do you think it is what do you think you have to do
2: Be present. Be present,
0: yeah.
3: Maybe know what you want.
0: Yeah. Be yourself. Yep. Those are all correct. I have 17 aspects of leadership, but I'm not going to go into all of them tonight. But the number one thing I think first, for me anyway, is show up.
2: (laughs) Suit up, show up. Okay.
0: (laughs) Just show up. Because, I mean, I don't know, there's been a lot of people that have left the planet recently around my orbit, you know, and a lot of times I just don't want to show up. For some people, it's, it's a tough time. It's a tough time for a lot of people sometimes. And even when you don't want to show up, you show up anyway. Even if you don't know how you're going to make it through, you just have to show up. Have you ever gone to something before where you are like, I don't want to go to that. I don't want to be there. <laughs> and you show up and you're like, oh, my God. Look what happened. Look who I met. What you know what transpired from that. Look at all the breadcrumbs that happened from that. And if I hadn't have shown up, then that wouldn't have been offered to me or I haven't wouldn't have been able to make those connections. So it's quite a divine plan when you show up. So what is leadership? I'm gonna give you the Webster's dictionary. so this is where I'm going to share my screen because it's too much to you can write it down if you want. Can you see my screen, okay? Yeah. 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 All right. This is the leadership right here from Webster's. The ability of an individual to influence or motivate and enable others to contribute toward the effectiveness and success of an organization, group, or family. All right. So, you can take this, and again, this is being recorded, so you don't have to, you know, write it down at this moment, but there it is. Okay. Uh, and we all have our own definitions of what leadership is, I'm imagining. So, whether, like I said, whether you're leading a group or a team or a family or yourself, everyone is a conscious leader, whether you know it or not. <laughs> and great leaders don't set out to be leaders. They set out to make a difference. It's about the goal or the outcome of what you want to create. So it doesn't matter where you are in your life. A lot of people can be feeling isolated right now. It doesn't matter what business you're in or how old you are or what you're doing, because it's about making a difference. So I want to give you an experience, a couple experiences tonight. One is go ahead and write down, think about two people in your life uh, that you admire. So these are people that inspire you. Um, Maybe you've met them. Maybe you haven't. It can be past or present. Just write down two great people, two people that you think are great leaders. Maybe you know them. Maybe you don't. Past or current. And then when you write down who they are, I want you to jot down, what do you admire about them? Why'd you write their name down? Why do you think they're great leaders? Just jot down a couple of aspects about them. So as you're writing these down, uh, you can call them out. You can go ahead and unmute yourself. Just call out. What are some of these aspects that you admire about these people?
2: I
1: put put down a great leader with emotional intelligence. Okay. Emotional intelligence. Great.
2: Authentic and wise
0: and always able to help. Always able to help. Awesome. Awesome. Experience. Um, Experience? Yes. Yeah. Awesome.
4: Ability to diffuse um heated situations between team members. Ability to diffuse diffuse. Defuse between team members when there's yeah, things bring, come up. Yeah, bring peace back in for the situation. Love it.
3: Perseverance to overcome traumas and difficulties. Breaking the mold and pushing beyond the boundaries. She also followed her heart. Awesome.
1: A I level. put bold. I put bold, willing to say what there is to say in the moment. Awesome. Awesome.
0: So, Bob, anything?
5: Lorraine All it said up? it. I, I had different words, but she basically said it. I I like someone who speaks their mind and speaks plainly.
0: Cool. All right. Okay, Audrey and Sherry, you wanna share anything or you got it?
2: Okay. So I I wrote energy and ambition. Energy ambition, Michael Sue, awesome. Where she came from and where she is today.
0: (laughs) So ask yourself all of those things, Mm -hmm. ask yourself now, do you have those qualities? Yes.
1: Absolutely. Where do show up?
0: So this is not a yes or no necessarily, but just kind of uh-huh. notice. Ask yourself as you go deeper into this, where do you show up with all of that? Do you embody those same things? Because that's how you define a great leader and aspire to become that. And if you're not displaying those qualities yet, that's okay. You can set those as goals. Set those as goals for you because that's, it's important. It's valuable to you. Uh, uh, so. so that's interesting. So just kind of notice that those are the values that you really admire and just step into that
1: more and more. First, first there's yeah. something coming up for me. Can I share? Yeah. Yep. So I wrote down assigned as a leader. Um, I keep going back to that game we played what was it?
0: Water in the desert.
1: Yeah. That, that's going to be my nemesis. But anyway, um, and, and that was a great lesson for me. And I could keep going back to where I was at that moment and what, what showed up for me. And I've done a lot of process around it. And there's something about, for me, give, getting the permission or being assigned as a leader versus pushing myself in to be the leader. Do you feel so, like you have to push to be a leader? If I have to push, I back off. So you have to be asked. There's a part of me that has to be asked. Okay. And, right. and and I wasn't that like that before, but I'm also my my style for human design is I'm a projector. I'm an advisor. Yeah. So that plays a role in here. When I'm when I'm pushing myself, when I push in, I don't get the response it feels out of alignment.
0: Well, there's something buried in there, huh? and that's okay, and it's not right or wrong. I know, yeah. what I mean, and I, again, I don't want to go into too much during this call, yeah. but during our Conscious Leadership Academy calls and all the things we're going to be doing next year, we can definitely <laughs> hone in that, and it's okay if that's the way you feel. It's not right yeah. or wrong. But if there's no, no, something no. more that you want from that, you want to be able to not feel that way and just step into it without feeling yeah. like pushing and get the response you want. Uh, there's a reason why that's happened. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, great. Thank you for sharing that. So I just want to, uh, like I said, there's about 17 different ones. I'm not going to go into all of them. I'm going to go into maybe about eight of them just very quickly. And then I want to do another little subconscious thing about what's going on for you guys so that you can maybe look Mm -hmm. at perhaps what's keeping you from being the most magnificent leader consciously that you'd like to be. So I'm going to share my screen on this one. So showing up was number one, right? That was the first one. Number two is you got to have courage. Do You see that? All right, is it showing my screen okay? Yes. 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 Courage. Courage is the French word for lacour, the heart. You have to be able to lead with your heart. And courage is made up of a couple of things. It's made up of commitment. You commit to something. So you're committing to show up. You're committing to do something in your life. And yet you might have doubts. So You might have a doubt that you can do it. You might have a doubt it's going to work. It's not going to work. I'm not sure. And so here's the courage part. You do it anyway. You take action. So courage equals committing to something, even though you may doubt it, taking action anyway. What matters is that you act anyway and you do it with passion. What's important is that your movement is always in a forward direction and that you're willing to do whatever it takes as long as no one gets hurt and the result is the highest good for all involved. So that's number two is courage, having the courage. Uh, Number three is having empathy. True leaders don't create followers, they create more leaders, which is really what we're we're doing in the Conscious Leadership Academy. creating more leaders, you may already know that empathy means having the ability to put yourself in someone else's shoes to imagine how they feel. However, conscious leaders know there's more to that. Empathy means having compassion for yourself as well. Too many of us beat ourselves up about choices that we've made, and we carry that guilt around with us. Mm-hmm. Attracting punishment and allowing it to affect the ways in which we interact with others because you guys, whoops, I don't want to do this one yet. Because you know, you know that punishment, that when you're guilty, it attracts punishment. Because you need to punish yourself or, which is self-sabotage, or you attract something or someone to punish you. But great leaders have compassion for themselves and know that they're innocent. That's the opposite of guilt. They do not shoulder others' others problems, but they show profound kindness and strive to understand others' feelings and circumstances. So that's the empathy part of being a, a good leader or a conscious leader, okay? It's not about good or bad. I just want to keep calling it conscious, just being aware. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fourth one is effective communication. Number four is we effective lost, communication. We lost
2: your
1: screen, Burge. We lost yeah. the screen. It's just me now. Oh, it's just you. Hello.
4: So important. I'm not
0: showing PowerPoint at this, but I'll come back to it. Mm -hmm. So uh, um, effective communication, uh, the more time a leader spends in compassionate communication, the greater the potential for making a difference. So effective communication has a lot of different facets to it. One of them is listening, being able to listen to people. Being present, some of you already said that, but that's important, to be present. And telling your truth with compassion. Some people, maybe they tell their truth, but it's not so compassionate. Or maybe they don't tell their truth because they're afraid they're going to hurt somebody's feelings. So being an effective communicator is a big part of conscious leadership. That's why I did a whole module. I do a whole module and a whole three months we're gonna do in, about communication because it's so important, okay. That's my jammy jam. Yeah, <laughs> and it's also recognizing and adjusting to different communication types. There's not a lot of, you know, there, there may be not a mini me like Judith was talking about. How do you take somebody and they're having confrontation or there's some kind of issue Not everybody's a mini me and wants to hear what I have to say um, and wants to feel or communicate the way I communicate. Mm -hmm. So I have to be able to understand that everybody's a little different. And you have to adjust to how you communicate with them and how you interact with them so that they can hear you and you can hear them. Just because I like to talk fast doesn't mean you like to hear it fast. (laughs) okay and in our facilitation classes and our communication classes we talk about going behind the words this is a skill that you can really develop and with our conscious leadership academy you'll be able to develop some of those but it's this it's a skill about how what's really going on behind the words They're saying this, but that is not what they feel. Okay. Uh, Number five is is you got to have purpose and own your own power. So being a leader in my world, be purposeful. If you do not have a purpose, if you do not have a why, you will not move forward. Or you might a little bit, but then you might get tired and you have nothing to keep moving. So if you're purposeful and you have a purpose or a why, that's really important. Why am I doing this? Why am I leading this family, why this group, this committee, this business? So, uh, yeah, that's really important to own your power in too. So that's a whole nother process. But to me, don't be afraid of your power. And that could be one of the little subconscious things, Lorraine, that comes up around, I have to fight to to lead, you know, or I have to push in, but but what are people going to think of me? It'll be, it'll feel more, um, it'll feel uh, easier and more comfortable if they ask me to lead. (laughs)
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, maybe, I don't know. All right. Number six, emotional intelligence. You guys, Definitely hit on that one. Because as a leader, you learn that many times people will not tell the truth. Mm -hmm. And emotional intelligence is the ability, like I said, to go behind the words, to feel and understand what they're saying. Like interpreting nonverbal behavior. That's a skill. Recognizing when fear is causing that fight, flight, or freeze response. Most of you have heard that, I'm sure. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Recognizing that fear, that it's fear that's causing that response to run, to hide, or to freeze. And what do you do about it? And emotional intelligence is also understanding how to respond rather than react. And hearing for real, hearing people, listening to people and being heard as well. It's a skill. Now, I don't know about you, but emotional intelligence can also mean um, managing overwhelming stress. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, Because leading people sometimes, it can maybe cause overwhelm or stress. How do you manage that? Okay, so uh, that's emotional intelligence. I'm just, believe me, these are snippets and we go really deep into all of these when we're playing together next year. Personal responsibility is the next one, number seven. When someone stops blaming, shaming, and making excuses and taking responsibility, For their own thoughts, their own beliefs, and their own actions, they're demonstrating what it means to be a true leader. And instead of BMW, those of you who have done Essence of Being, you know what that means, bitch, moan, and whine. Instead of bitch, moaning, and whining about things, it might feel good at the time, but nothing changes and nothing gets done. So... Once you take personal responsibility as a leader, then you're able to really demonstrate what that looks like. And other people will take responsibility for their own thoughts, their own beliefs, and their own actions. Nothing kills an organization faster than blaming people, shaming, or justifying, and of course gossip. But that's another thing. So these... Things that are happening in that personal responsibility realm, I feel like it's it's uh, you you have to be able to master that in a way where you could demonstrate to your team and your family or people you're working with how to do that.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, and synergy is the next one. Number eight. Creating synergy as a leader. Uh, So a a conscious leader understands that the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Um, I talk about this a lot in a lot of the play shops that we do, but one plus one equals three. There's you and there's me, and together it makes us, which is that third energy or that third entity. So you don't have to lose yourself within a team or lose yourself as a leader or lose yourself that you actually can stand in your power and everybody respects each other. And how do you do that? How do you hold that as a leader? And in order to respect each other, you have to have a little bit of trust. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing about it is you can't, the thing about synergy, um, the result really is greater when when there's more than one person. So skillful leaders know that synergy is a building block in high-performance teams or families or groups or business because we can do better together. But we have to be able to allow that as a leader and not have your ego involved. Okay? I am going to go to my PowerPoint now for the last two or the last one, I guess. Because I have some pretty pictures. So respect, really important. Respecting the autonomy of people. A leader takes people where they wanna go, but a great leader takes people where they don't necessarily wanna be, but ought to be. And that was for Rosalind Carter who just passed away uh, recently from my hometown in Georgia or state. Yeah. So having respect for yourself and having respect for others and having the autonomy, I know as maybe as parents, we forget about that part when children are growing up, we feel like we've got to do everything for them. And maybe you feel that way with your team or your family or your friends or your, Whoever you're leading in your business, i got to do it for them. But let them have autonomy. Maybe they make mistakes. But remember, mistakes are learning experiences. Okay? So it's important to have respect. And that also is helping people to understand that they can do it to keep them capable. And that's how you inspire people as a leader. If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more than your leader. Okay. Those are just some little highlights of them. But what I want to do is an exercise uh, next, which is stream of consciousness writing. And those of you who have done this before, basically I'm going to say a sentence. I'm going to show it up here on the screen. Um, and I'll say it out loud as well if you're not seeing the screen. And I just want you to finish the sentence. Write the first thing that comes up. Don't edit it. Don't think about it. Don't try to figure it out. Just write down the first thing, okay? All right, here we go. How did your father or male caregiver lead your family? How did your father or your male caregiver lead your family? How they do it. Just write down some thoughts, adjectives, first things. And the next one, you don't have to, you don't have to write a whole dissertation, just write down a couple thoughts, okay? The next one is how did your mother or your female caregiver lead your family? How did she lead? And the next one write down the first thing that comes up. Leaders are supposed to, what? Leaders are supposed to, what are they supposed to do? Hmm. Number four. Right. The first thing that comes up, my fear of being a great leader is. My fear of being a great leader is. First thing. and the next one i see some wheels turning the (laughs) worst part of being a leader is the worst part of being a leader is what the worst part of being a leader is And the last one, the best part of being a leader is, the best part of being a leader is what? First thing that you think of. Okay. So finish up on the one you're on. Interesting. Oh yeah. Okay. Very. <laughs> do you see a theme? Do you see a theme? Yep.
2: <laughs> do tell. Kind of the same stuff that's been popping up for years.
4: Well. Let's see. The first one where it was, you know, how did your father demonstrate uh, leadership? And the first thing was um, strict rules and falling in line. And that um, my mother's always had to have permission from my dad. And that me trying to be myself growing up was always butting heads with him. But definitely it makes you... I think it may, had made me in a way more empathetic when I'm in leadership positions and not have the attitude of it's my way or the highway because it just doesn't work.
0: Right. Right.
4: Did anybody else have that with
0: their dad too or their mom? Or, yeah. Mine yeah. was
2: opposite. Okay. Daddy sat back behind mom. He was quiet and passive, yet he always worked. And she was. Bitch, of course that was gonna come out, huh, Burst? She always <laughs> wore the pants, loud and aggressive. She's toning down at 90, but not a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, so maybe just it's because know- I deal with her differently. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah, so well just notice, and again, notice if your leadership style, whether you avoid it, it's like Judith was saying, she's totally the opposite of what her dad was, or you know, because she understands that. she she knows how that feels. And same thing with you, Michael Sue, I don't know, just notice all of you really, whatever you wrote down as far as your mom and dad just knows, do I have similar styles? Do I avoid it? Am I the same? Because those were your demonstrations of what leaders are the very first ones. (laughs) You know, that's how you imprint what a leader is at a very young age is through how you were brought up. So just kind of notice if you just if you went totally opposite or if you kind of do what they do. Any other sharings about this? Anything that you found out?
3: For me. Um, was- go ahead. Bob.
5: Well, what I wrote down about my father was that he was mostly absent. So there wasn't a male leader. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my mother was similar to Michael Sue's mother um in some ways worse in some ways better but nevertheless very similar mm. um and there was a lot of expectation of perfection from my mother as well
0: and is that so, a fear so the fear the fear part you guys look at your fears too about that or what makes a good leader what makes a you know what what am I afraid of or Uh, Those, those other questions, you know, how does that play into that, you know, just kind of notice, do those fears come up around that because of the way you were raised and or how you're leading? What'd you come up with, Claudia?
3: Uh, Mom, well, dad, I think is part of the same team as Bob's. (laughs) Dad was absent and um, stepdad was very autocratic, oligarchy, strict rules. But as long as the rules were followed, he was very fair. So at least he would listen. Mom was very much my way or the highway and do as I say, not as I do. So that was very frustrating for me. So for me, the the, the big fear that comes up is actually not so much about them, but choosing the wrong path, getting it wrong in mm-hmm. leading. Um, I think from the times where I felt I made big life choices that had all these major repercussions. And I've kept wondering, did I make the right choice? So, so being a bring leader, others into that?
0: Right. So being a leader feels, can feel like a heavy responsibility of I've got to make the right choice because other people are depending on me. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. if I don't, I failed. And if other people depend on me, man, it's not just me. I'm letting down.
3: Exactly. Yeah. That's the fear that that came up for me today that I hadn't realized before. Which is great.
0: Yeah. And that'll come up for a lot of people around around their children. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And also, you know, just yeah, if people are depending on you, Mm -hmm. it's not just about you. Exactly. And that keeps and may I suggest that perhaps that keeps us sometimes playing small. It's like, I don't want the responsibility. Because we take it on thinking, well, I'm leading, you know, I'm doing all these things with people. And if I fail, if I fail them, I fail. And if they fail, then I fail.
3: So that allowed me to go only so far, precisely, like the part that I know where I can lead, where I'm confident that I can lead versus... Really pushing the boundaries and pushing myself to a much bigger stage.
0: Not for long, my dear. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh Aho. Aho.
1: Aho. And until recently. (laughs) Until recently. Yes.
0: Thank you, Lorraine.
2: (laughs) First, what I got here was um, people always expecting, need to be on and know. And yet, sitting here listening to what Claudia just said, I realize that even though that's what that's what I'm feeling, I'm always doing. It doesn't. It. I just keep going above and beyond. Um, I've had I've had somebody that I've been working with the last couple of days who's abused, and doing a safety plan for, and I spent a lot of time and didn't work on my dissertation because she, her safety plan was important.
0: So you're feeling like you're t- having to make choices that
2: I just knew that her safety was more important than the choice, than working on the dissertation at this point. I've got time it's not like I don't have time. Okay. But I realized that oh I put that on the back burner because that was her safety was more important that that's who I am and that's what I do.
0: And you say you go above and beyond. So is that a, is that a plus or a negative?
2: No, that's a plus.
0: Okay, good.
2: I think that's a plus. Okay.
0: Awesome.
5: urge what was that fourth question again? I just want to make a note of it because...
0: About the fear? Let's see which one was it. You're going to make me go back to my powerpoint aren't you
4: it is
0: the fourth one is my fear of being a great leader is so the questions were your father your mother leaders are supposed to the fourth one was my fear of being a great leader is number five was the worst part of being a leader is and number six was the best part
5: thank you Mm -hmm. um I noticed something odd about my fears because they seem to run counter to <clears throat> how my parents showed up. Um, not, not all of them, but some of them. Um, although now that I've said that out loud, I could see how I could, you know, I could see how an absent father could lead me to a fear of being visible and how a, a a domineering mother could lead me to a fear of being vulnerable and being powerful at the same time.
2: And hide. Right.
0: What a great awareness
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's great. And so again, this will continue to flow. You can kind of look at these questions and look at this because this is your subconscious talking. Ding, ding, ding. This is, you know, this is really some deep beliefs in here that just come up pretty quick if you allow them to. That you can look at, and if it's not working for you, or if there's something that you want to shift, you can choose to shift it. So I want to give you, um, I want to give you some tools so you can. Okay, but before I do that. Uh, Appreciate it. I could talk all night, you know, about this, but I know (laughs) I could listen to you all night. (laughs) Yeah, we've got all we've got the rest of the year to play with. We're going to be definitely doing a lot, which brings me to this part, which is um, just FYI the reason why we're doing Conscious Leadership Academy, you guys, is to get your abundance right. If you can get your money. Uh, your money consciousness, your prosperity consciousness, and your worthiness uh, really solid. It really helps in becoming more of what you want to be in the world. Your relationships, you know, understanding emotional intelligence, understanding the heart, and being able to have a relationship with yourself and others and the universe, or your source, or whatever you want to call great spirit, God, whatever that is, being able to really be in touch with these two parts of your life and being aware of these things is important to be a conscious leader so is communication having a voice learning that you have a voice and that you have the right to speak and that to have empathy so that you can understand people so that they can get you and you can get them it's a deeper connection to be if you are a communicator man i mean that is a conscious leader you can you'll be able to really do so much in the world. And then the essence of leadership in general is learning how to trust others, trust yourself, trust your instincts, have respect for others and yourself, and create all of these four pillars. These are the four pillars of conscious leadership, okay? That's why I kind of moved them around in that area. That's why I picked these. Abundance, relationship, communication, leadership, that creates success. So all of this together is conscious leadership and success. Okay? So that is why, that, those are the tenets of our conscious leadership that we're doing. Uh, again, next year, the membership, it's it's incredible what we're doing with you guys. So I am just can't wait to share it. Now, let me give you some tools tonight that you can utilize about how, so now that these things came up, what do I do about it? So, number one, speak with good purpose. Speak with good purpose about the people you work with, that you play with, try not to gossip, because that is not how you set up trust. Because you have to set up some semblance of trust in order to really be... Respecting yourself and respecting others. You have to have a little bit of trust there. Okay, so speak with good purpose. So if you have something negative to say about somebody, go to them and say it. (laughs) Don't go around. Okay. The second thing is be willing to support. Be willing to support the mission or the vision or the principles of what you're creating together. What I mean by that is you don't have to agree with someone. You don't have to agree with what they say, but agree to support the mission. Don't undermine it. Okay. So you you can have your own opinions. And this is a key thing for most people with, you know, we have Democrats, Republicans, you know, all the all the stuff is going on. Everybody mm-hmm. has their sides and their thoughts and their things, not just with politics, but with a lot of things that you're trying to cohesively create something together, and if you're all sitting in your corners, not listening to each other, it doesn't work very well. So be willing to support the decision that you make as a as a team, or as a family, or as your group that you're with. So that's that's consensus. You're saying, okay, I don't agree with maybe some of these things, but I am going to agree to support this decision. Because if I'm pulling off, if I'm pulling out of the boat and I'm rowing one way and you're rowing another way, you're you're not going to get anywhere. Okay. And there's a lot of details within this tool that you'll learn in the Conscious Leadership Academy. You'll learn how to do that. Okay. Um, Be open and honest in your communications. That's another tool to keep in mind. And this is a big one. Complete your agreements. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Only make agreements that you are willing to keep. And here's the key. If you can't keep your agreement, clear it up quickly. Go back to the person you made the agreement with and renegotiate. What you're doing there is you're showing integrity. They might be upset that you broke an agreement or that you can't make a deadline or whatever it is. However, they're going to respect you more that you are basically saying, hey, I didn't make my agreement, I need to renegotiate. And they're going to respect you more, and so are you. You're going to respect you more, that you didn't slink away and hide and hope they forgot. So if you're going to make agreements, make agreements that you're willing to keep, and if for some reason you can't, what you're doing is if when you go back to them and renegotiate, you're teaching them to trust you. Because broken agreements, can, they can hang out there a long time, and people will not trust you. you're teaching them not to trust you. However, if you go back and renegotiate without shame <laughs> that's that's respectful to the person you made the agreement with and to yourself. Okay. And the last tool is focus on what works. Focus on in your teams and in your family and in your groups and in your workplace or whatever you're doing. Focus on what works because what you focus on, what? Expands. Yes. Expands. Yes. And do not shoot the messenger. If someone says it's not working, don't shoot the messenger. So how can we, what is working? What can we choose? What can we focus on to make it work better? What can we do? Don't take a personal.
1: Another thing uh, for me, Burge, on that one, what do you think about um, keep, stick to the facts? Mm-hmm. Well, in this day and age, what's a fact? Just kidding. Um,
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> it hmm. well, I'll say point. Well it, it, to me a fact is an indisputable truth, right? Mm-hmm. So now you get into all this interpretation of what's indisputable. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, because if you but to know the difference here's the thing, to know the difference between a fact and an opinion. That's that's a very key element. What's the difference between an opinion and a fact?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And if you make judgments or choices on opinions, then that could be a sloppy mind as opposed to a fact. And I know it's hard yeah, sometimes. Slippery slope. It's mm-hmm. a slippery slope. Yes. I know it's hard sometimes. Leading to disaster. <laughs> I know it's hard sometimes when people say, you know, the sky's not blue.
3: Well, it takes a lot of objectivity also to be able to discern and be able to look at, okay, what is working and what's not working? What can we do about it without the egos of a group getting involved? So I like what Lorraine brought up, you know, focusing on the facts. And yes, that brings up this other challenge, which is, of course, perception of the facts.
0: Right. There's a lot of discernment there. But the the goal here is to create the synergy that you can create as a conscious leader uh, Mm -hmm. is agreeing to the decision together and not rowing your boats in different directions because it will not work. Yeah,
3: I love that. That is the common goal. If everybody keeps that common goal, then we're going forward.
0: That's right. Agree to support the decision may not agree with the decision but support it
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay that that is a big ask sometimes and so for those of you who have not uh checked out the conscious leadership just go here essenceofbeing.com cla essenceofbeing.com cla which stands for conscious leadership okay just go there <laughs> Check it out. We're starting January 9th. You can join for $37 a month, you guys, or $97 a month, or you can just pay annually or $190. There are a lot of different tiers there. Okay. But that's it. EssenceOfBeing.com slash CLA, which means Conscious Leadership Academy. Okay. And we're starting January 9th. And if you register now, then you'll get two months free. There's a lot of cool stuff. And there's a lot of different tiers that you'll go through, meaning that you can play as much or as little as you like. But it's a membership for us to hold us together with our purpose, with our integrity, and with our contribution, because those are the tenets as well of what we are trying to, or what we are creating, a global movement of conscious leaders, empowering others to create a win-win world. So... If you like, and this Power Hour is just a
1: little sample, just a little tiny sample,
0: yeah. But it's weekly, monthly, quarterly, in person, on Zoom, online, at your own leisure, on the, or you can come on. Where do we do play shops. We do a lot of stuff. So just check it out and see all the different things that you can play with. Okay, and uh, join us
4: hey birch what was the the last the slash CLA
0: conscious leadership academy stands for conscious leadership academy so essence of slash cla yeah and, and michael sue's in it and peggy lee's in it and lorraine's in it and claudia's in it so we got some good leaders
3: Quick question. I think yeah. um, um, Sherry was asking time and day. If I'm not mistaken, the weekly classes are Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Is that correct? The
0: weekly, the weekly calls that we're having in oh, tier so. in tier one. If that's all you want to do, it's weekly. It's Tuesday night from eight to nine Eastern Standard. And if you miss the calls, it's fine. You, we uh, record them. So that's weekly, but then we have our monthlies and we have our downloads and we have our quarterlies and we have our blog webinars. There's
3: and full days and in-person right? and all the things.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. And then, yeah. And the, the live events, of course, we're doing back-to-back one days. So people that have to travel can come to Atlanta and you can do Essence of Abundance Saturday and do Essence of Relationships on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Make it easy.
1: And that's yeah. in July. You're only doing that one back-to-back in July?
0: The back-to-backs we're doing once in July and once in October for communication and leadership.
1: Communication. But then we're
0: doing it once a quarter if you want to come to the live events. That's four times. Okay. So you have two choices for each oh, many class. Choices. And then we do online webinars and we do our, our masterminds that we're doing for our Tier 3, which is uh, a whole nother ballpark. Any questions about tonight? No, it was really good. Really good. Great. Well, I just wish you all a happy holiday. And again, those of you who want to learn more about it and what maybe, you know, people that want to be involved, we're doing a January 4th webinar, and it's going to be from eight to nine webinar uh, about Conscious Leadership Academy. It'll We're going to go into a little more detail with the subconscious part that like you did tonight. Uh, but it is also just a little more detail about what to expect once you yeah. get involved and how we can play together.
1: Yeah. Do we have an email on that one that I could forward it's to somebody? Out. Okay. It's coming out.
0: All right. It's coming out this week, so look perfect. For your emails. <laughs> and you can and
3: just. Quick question, Bridge. I was That's under the right. impression that was happening on Wednesday the third, so it was changed to Thursday the fourth, or did I just whatever get it? the
0: whatever January fourth is.
3: Beautiful, and. Is that-
0: what is January 4th?
3: I believe it's a Thursday. Let me yes. just double check yes. with you. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Thursday.
0: I think so. Oh, my God. I think it's January 4th. It's January oh. 4th. That's, I
3: think that's what Brad said. It's Thursday. Comments.
5: I have a calendar in front of me.
3: It is Thursday. The 4th is Thursday. I may have mis- misheard the last time we spoke about it. I thought it was on the 3rd. So I had written it down on the 3rd. That's why I was checking with you. Okay. So well we'll figure uh, it out <laughs> we'll confirm and figure it out no, uh,
2: pretty sure it's the sure. fourth pretty sure it's perfect. a fourth okay perfect. i think when brad when brad called me he said the fourth it is but that doesn't mean anything because i have a terrible memory it, right it is now. the fourth i just
0: checked with our uh perfect uh i just looked at the uh uh january 4th at 8 p.m eastern yeah
3: Beautiful. Because I'm sharing it to my newsletter and to my group. So I wanted to make sure that I got it correctly. And do you have a, a registration
0: for that by any chance? Like yes. the power hour?
3: Okay. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. And you have a link because you're a relationship.
3: Yeah. So yeah. I need to I need to follow up tomorrow and get all those things so that we proceed properly.
0: You've got a link, yeah. So you can okay. send people.
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: But yeah, just check it out January 4th, 8 p.m. You'll get any, everybody will get an email about it too and send people to it so you can play together, have your orbit, have people that are conscious of like mind that are supporting you. And when you have a problem or an issue or you have a, a, when you fall down, you'll have support to help you get up.
2: <laughs> yeah. Marge, is there a syllabus or an agenda for tier three? Um, Already I'll talk. That we can go look
0: at. I'll talk to you about that. Um, it's, you've done, you, you didn't finish though before, right? Yeah, did. You did. did, did not okay.
2: I most certainly did. I got my you thing did. and it's going to be hanging you up. You got your certificate. Right oh, look at your certificate back there. Okay, good. Yes. All right. Those are my, those are diplomas. <laughs> center one is for my PhD. And uh, then that over there is my analysis boards for my doc from finishing up my dissertation. dissertation and yes my essence of being will be there <laughs> <laughs> my CLA will be there all right honey yeah we'll we'll get you caught up I
0: promise but we're yeah so thank you all for being here I don't want to it's 803 so I want to make sure we finish on time and have a happy holiday is there any other questions you too Judith would love to play with you honey just and Bob come on dude <laughs> you've been playing you play with us every month <laughs>
2: I'll talk Let's to really him.
0: Jump in and do it. Okay.
2: And Sherry, I didn't. You're shaking your <laughs> head no at me. I'll give but, you some homework you to do, do, Bobby. Say again. I said, don't. He was shaking his head. I said, don't be, don't you be shaking your head at me, Bobby. I'll give you some homework to do. He understands that.
0: <laughs> oh, 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 oh. And, and happy holidays. And the cruise, October 21st through the 28th. High vibes on the high seas, you guys. I've got the, the it's coming out. My, they just sent me the, 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 um, the website. I'm so excited. So I'm going to, I'm going to actually start sending that out to everybody so you can see it. And we're going to be together doing our high vibes on the high seas. So our higher vibes kind of sessions that we do, but we're going to be playing in St. Martin, Puerto Rico, and, um, Dominican Republic. And we'll be going out of Fort Lauderdale. So check that out too. It's on the Essence of Being site. Um, right now, it's just a static page that you can see when the schedule of events. But it, pretty soon, it'll have a link there to, so you can look at the whole thing. Okay? So come play with us there. October 21st through the 28th. It's our first cruise together. And we're bringing in all kinds of people. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs>
1: I'm excited. If, if I wasn't are... in Greece, I would come. I promise. I would. I know. I know. You're going to be in Greece.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. all right love Greece. all, all right. right love you guys merry love christmas you. merry love christmas you. everybody have a happy well, holiday uh, our next our next one is january 17th i'll see you then okay so third, sounds good Thank every month and we're going to talk about money it's always a good time to create wealth
1: always always That's <laughs> all right I'm merry christmas everybody good. bye-bye Bye.
0: It was good to see you.